Hey y'all, hey y'all, hey y'all. <laughs> What's up? It's your girl Jamae. Welcome to the Blonde Misfit Podcast. If this is your first time, welcome. Welcome. I don't even know what I was about to say. I felt I just tripped up because I guess I got just so excited that y'all are here. Um, if this is your first time, welcome to the Blonde Misfit Podcast. I am, again, Jamie Jackson. I'm award-winning fashion and beauty journalist, media personality, and influencer. I'm also the founder and editor-in-chief of theblondemisfit.com and your host of this amazing platform that we call the Blonde Misfit Podcast. If this is not your first time, Welcome back, baby. So good to see you. You look good. You sound good. How your mom and them? Oh, guys. I feel like I haven't sat down and talked to you all in so long. But really, it's only been like two, it's like two weeks. Um, and it kind of sucked because I will be taking a little break from the podcast. Not that the podcast will not have episodes. So do not tap out yet. Tap in, Okay. We will be having some guest episodes rolling out over the next couple of weeks as I finish up this class with grad school and kind of like re-pour back into myself. Um, it's been a lot recently with content creation and it's been a lot recently balancing this entrepreneurial hustle of mine with also having a nine to five, with also being in grad school, with also having dogs, with also taking care of my mental health and everything. And I'm happy to report that I feel like I've been doing a great job of balancing those things. But at the same time, I do believe that you have to be able to recognize and take care of yourself so that you are not reactionary, but rather that you are um, leading the charge and taking care of yourself. So I don't know who needs to hear that. But do not wait until you burn out to start taking care of yourself and your self-care. Pour into yourself consistently so that you do not have to then be reactionary to the lack of care that you had given to yourself. Okay, so make sure you're doing that. Make sure you're taking breaks. Make sure you're going out for walks, going out into the park, doing whatever you need to do to safely take care of yourself. So... Before we hop into today's episode, y'all already know, I have to do this. It's like passing the tides around um, when you're in church. Make sure you leave us that review and rating. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please, please, please. It's not just a simple vanity metric. It actually allows us to continue to be found in the search consoles where people are looking for podcasts and black podcasts and fashion podcasts and beauty podcasts. I think it's really upsetting that the top podcasts in both of those categories are none of them feature black people. (laughs) And I am on a mission to break that. And so I know my fashion and beauty podcast is not always about fabrication and clothes and the history of fashion and all that. You know, there are different podcasts out there that serve that demographic. I listen to those podcasts religiously. I love it. But I really want to focus on building out businesses and the businesses of um, entrepreneurship and building that into your uh 
even into your business model. How do you juggle your blackness and your culture and your societal standards and everything like that into your business model? And so that's really what I like to focus on. But also sprinkle a Jesus up in there, a little bit of a hood ratchet, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Okay, I feel like you can twerk and you also can testify. Amen. Praise God. Um, And so that's what this podcast really likes to do. And I like it because I like to get to show you guys a little bit more of my personality. Those of you who follow me on Instagram or on Twitter, FYI, I'm the blonde misfit on both of those platforms. Um, you guys might notice that I'm a little bit more curated about certain content and all that stuff. And look, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. I'm really, really trying to let my guard down and show you guys a little bit more of the behind the scenes that go into building a business and and being an entrepreneur who also works a nine to five, but it doesn't happen overnight. Okay. So if you're actually trying to get that raw, good, whatever, the podcast is, is a great way to do it. Okay. Cause I don't filter anything. I don't cut anything out. I don't edit. I'm just going to talk to y'all if 100% real. And that's how we're going to do it. And so I just wanted to give you guys a little bit of that update and whatnot. And yeah, make sure you guys are also following me on social media. I love to interact with you guys there. And also, if you have any feedback on the podcast, guests you would like to see, topics you would love to see covered, questions that you may have for me, absolutely feel free to utilize those social media platforms to ask me that or just hit me up on email. I'm jamay at theblondmisfit.com. And I will be sure to get to it. So today I want to talk about staying consistent in your building of your fashion content during a pandemic. I know many of you, myself included, so I'm not discounting myself, um, have at some point or another probably felt burnout sometime during this whole situation. And it sucks because as content creators, we naturally have to know how to push through. You know, I don't get to decide today I'm going to work, today I'm not going to work when it comes to my nine to five. And I actually had this revelation with myself not too long ago with my business that the same way that I have to get up and go to work, whether I want to or not, I have to do the same thing and show up for my business every day if I wanted to be able to perform and scale the way that I wanted to. With that, though, I also am able to understand that there is just a lot happening in the world right now that takes a mental and spiritual toll on people, especially people of color, especially black folk. Okay, I don't know about anybody else, but I have felt that this last year has heightened Um, my sensitivity and awareness of the fact that I am black and I am a woman more than ever in my life. Like, don't get me wrong. I never forgot any of that stuff. But this year has really been an an especially um, uh, sensitive, eye-opening experience just to what those terms and what those identifiers really mean in the world. And so it's been a little bit more of a challenge for me to figure out, okay, how do I continue to show up in this world and use these things that some say or may deem as if as a weakness as my superpower strength without me feeling the need to also take on that superwoman complex, if that makes sense. Um, 
I know that me being a black woman is a powerful and a revolutionary statement, but I also understand that I don't want to have to live in an act of resistance every day. I don't want my life to be political. I want to be treated fairly and equally as everybody else. And so how do you balance those two things? How do you understand that your simple existence is an act of revolution, but also understand that it gets exhausting to just be that all the time without any real foreseeable future of you being able to sort of let loose, let your hair down, take your bra off and just chill. While I don't have the answer to that question, because I think it's a larger question of just like the larger culture and zeitgeist, I would say that the first thing you have to understand is that you are never going never going to be everything to everybody. You're never going to please everyone. And most importantly, you are no good to anyone if you are not first good to yourself. And so I have really been adamant about my self-care routine during this time and figuring out, okay, how do you continue to work your jobs and do everything else that you have in life? But how do you implement self-care into your business model? And so today I'm going to share with you guys three tips of things that I have recently started to do that I have actually noticed a tremendous difference, both in how hard I'm working um, and also just how it has taken a positive toll on me emotionally with everything else that is going on. And so I'm going to take a quick sip of my tea and then we're going to get into this. Okay. Ah, Love this stuff. Okay. So the first tip that I would have about, um, staying consistent in a pandemic is creating a content calendar. I had heard multiple times from multiple different influencers and people that I follow about the legitimacy and also the amazingness that is a content calendar. And I have to tell y'all, I was not doing a content calendar for the longest time because I personally um, am not someone who really likes a lot of set routine. I am an Aquarius, I go with the flow. I am someone who doesn't even like putting her outfit out the day before because that morning I could wake up and have something completely different in my spirit. And I have always been that way. But I had to realize that there's so much uncertainty going on outside in the outside of my house that the one thing I have to be able to depend on is certainty within my own home. And that involves creating a content calendar. So for me, and obviously there are different ways to do this. You can you can uh, build it out with, with a different app or a platform. You can pay someone to do it. You can do whatever you need. But for me, I built this out actually just using an Excel sheet. Now, mind you guys, I am not an Excel queen, okay? I, again, I, sh- I run from organization, <laughs> okay? But you can do Excel, you can do Google Sheets or whatever. And all I do is I just put out Monday through fr- Monday through Saturday at the top. I don't have Sunday on there just because I personally uh, do not try to plan content out on Sunday. I don't. I try not to work on Sunday because I do try to honor that as the Lord's Day. And even though every day is the Lord's Day, I need it. 
I need to know that there is one specific day of the week where I refuse to do work. And so I have Monday through Saturday up at the top. And then in the um, running down vertically, I will have out the different social media platforms that I need to do. And then also scheduling out what is going to go out where. Now for me, I also like to just print out um, little sheets that have the day like so it's like like so for instance it would be October 2020 and then it would have all of the dates and then I just fill it out literally by writing out okay this is the kind of content that I want to put out and the thing is when you create a content calendar whether this is for your website this is for your social media it allows you to kind of know where you have filled spaces in and where you still have spaces that you can fill in but also you will immediately realize as I will discuss in another in another point soon that you can use the same piece of content across a different across different platforms and in a different way I would not personally recommend that the same exact caption and everything that you put out on Instagram is what you put out on Twitter is what you put out on Facebook but that's because you might be servicing different audiences on those platforms and more importantly you don't have to put everything out the same day you know, I, what I have recently started doing is putting a piece of content out. And like if I put a photo on Instagram on Monday, I might use that same um, post and revitalize the language or reword some things and maybe use it again on Friday on Facebook and then maybe on Saturday on Twitter. There are just different ways that you can do that you can do this. And there is no right way to do this, I will say. For a content calendar, if you have a website, I really like actually planning stuff out because you can also see, okay, um, I'm writing three fashion pieces this week. So maybe next week I want to balance it out with just two since I'm going to be uh, covering more beauty. Or if this is something where you also cover events and such, you might say, okay, I know I have this event coming up here, so I need to cover this here. And so maybe I want to move this around. This is just really great to see overarchingly like what is to come ahead. And I really think that this will be great for me, especially around the holiday season. I don't really cover a lot of sales and like commerce trending stuff on the Blonde Misfit simply because I cover a lot of that in my nine to five. Um, but there are some things, especially around the holidays that I would love to be able to recommend to you guys as far as like items that I love and brands that I really love and support. And so even those things are opportunities for me to be able to see, okay, maybe you're covering this black owned brand on this day. So then maybe you want to do the next one this next week. And then you can even start building out franchises, days of the week where you cover specific content. Like it's a whole thing, y'all. It's a whole thing. <laughs> and um, I would also say that if you are someone who is someone like you need to actually write things out like me, even just writing out the content that you do frequently will allow you to see where you can like what you can do more of and what you can do less of. Um, I like to personally find inspiration on social media of different content ideas that I can do. And also by looking at my analytics on Instagram, seeing what kind of content people respond to. For me, I have noticed that my audience on Instagram really loves like a fly outfit and a dope, like a beat face, honey. Okay. And even though I cannot guarantee the beat face 24 seven, because I just be in my own world. 
Um, I'm like, okay, so maybe this is my way of challenging myself. How can you take more photos of your outfits while you're at home? All right, cool. Now you have a couple of photos from this little self-made photo shoot that you just did. Maybe that's a piece of blog content and then you can like break it out and one of them can go on Pinterest and then one of them can go on Instagram and then one of them can be, uh, you know, cropped and it could just be a thumbnail that you use for an entirely different post altogether at a later time. You have to be able to work and work in bulk. And that is something that I'm also trying to teach myself. I've recently been starting to do this usually on Sundays or on Mondays where I just spend an hour or two and start planning out what here's what everything is coming down the pipeline. Here's what this week's schedule is going to look like. And here's where I can also schedule things out, which brings me to my next point. Revitalize your social media profiles and schedule things out using apps. So for me, I love Hootsuite. I know different people use different apps like Planly or um, Social Sprout to plan out their content. But for me, I like Hootsuite because I can literally upload whatever I'm going to post and add the caption and then actually designate which social media platforms it's going to go to. I like to do this and also still keep a tra- my own personal track of a con- of of the scheduling because Hootsuite does allow for you to actually see where everything is and like and like the day and stuff scheduled. I like my own calendar. That's just me. But scheduling out content is really great because there are just some days that you just don't want to create. There are many days where I don't feel inspired or I just don't feel like getting up and doing the work. And for me personally, I've always been a person who will do the work and who is dedicated to that. But it's actually being on social media that sometimes I'm just like, you know what? I just want to step back. I don't share a lot of my wins on social media. I don't share a lot of my losses on social media. I have an amazing tribe of people who I get to know intimately there, but I'm not pressed to be on social and always engage. I think that it's, uh, for me, a practicing of mental health to really separate my worth and everything like that off of social media because you can get consumed very quickly. But I also know that as a fashion and beauty like editor, I need to be on social media to be able to put out work and to show people the things that I can do. So I like to schedule out content because no matter what day you're actually having, if you have a piece of content that goes out, you are set. And so I like to use Hootsuite to schedule out my content and to be able to just kind of program everything in advance. I also think that it's important for you to then just go in and like, re-update your social media profiles that is such a great way for you to stay active even during this time because first of all let me tell y'all if nobody else is going to tell you to tea i'm going to tell you to tea brands are still hiring companies are still hiring they're still coming out of pocket and getting that coinage and offering it to the masses all right so if you are out here trying to get a job do not think that just because we are in a pandemic that that means that nobody is going to look your way because people are looking, okay? Let me just tell y'all that. Go in and spend a couple of hours updating your LinkedIn, attaching different, attaching your portfolio, attaching maybe your latest, your latest um, resume, maybe some work that you've done. 
maybe even going on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and seeing like who are the key players in your industry, finding them and seeing like what they're talking about, reading and sharing content. Like I read, I read uh, publications in my industry every single day. Business of Fashion, Digiday, WWD. Those are three publications I read religiously every single day, throughout the day, every day. I also have Feedly, Pro, and I'm subscribed to so many RSS feeds. But like I'm doing it because I'm keeping up with what's going on in the world. But also, if there's a particular topic or a story or whatever that really resonates with me, I'm going to share it to my audience. It allows you to be to be able to build yourself as a as an expert in your field, but it also will be able to show future employers that you are actively locked in to your industry. And I wanted to really make sure that I pointed that out because sometimes we feel the need to always just create and share our own content. And I am slowly learning that there is enough content out there in the world that if you don't always feel like recreating something, um, recreating or creating something that you can always share what has already been created. And even in the share, you can put your own spin on it. You can add your own analysis. You can add your own thoughts. You can ask people questions. You might even take that piece of content and then want to rewrite or rework it on your own platform. There are many stories that I see and that I read about and that I will then take the premise and obviously cite your sources because if not, that's plagiarism. (laughs) But citing my sources and then I will actually go and I'll add my own spin on it and then that's what builds out to be content on the Blonde Misfit. There are so many ways that you can utilize social media to uh, thrive and to build up your own portfolio, but also to establish those key relationships with other people in your industry. I am a huge fan of LinkedIn and I personally like LinkedIn, I think probably the most out of well, no, I like I like Instagram a lot and Twitter, actually, um, but LinkedIn would, is my top three. Because even though it is supposed to be a quote unquote professional um, and for your professional network, there are so many areas of opportunity that you can really explore if you know how to utilize all of the sources that are available to you. I would also say that if you have a little, a couple of dollars to spare, sign up for a LinkedIn premium account. It's $30 a month, which I know sounds steep, but maybe you cancel it after like two months. I don't know. But go in and do all of those LinkedIn learnings as many as as many as many as you can get those certifications and those skill sets. Look at different jobs in the industry that you're really interested in and take note of the things that they ask for in their requirements and their qualifications and the skill sets that they need and really be able to like be discerning of what you need to do in order to step up to the plate and stand out from the competition. One thing I have loved is that I have really utilized a lot of this time while we've all been in the house to update my resume, uh, trim the fat from it, and really focus on a lot of the key metrics. There are a lot of qualitative and quantitative metrics that I like to use in my work And I like to use when I talk to people about how I am an asset to them. This is not just for me and in corporate America. This is 
me for everything. When I come to a brand, I like to show with them that my analytics, I like to show them my receipts, if you will. And I think a lot of times they're looking at you on social media first to vet and see, is this a person that we want to partner with? Is this a person who really stands by our core ideals? Is this person really like down for the cause? And so take some time and build your content out and utilize your social media profiles to get the messaging out. That is something that I am going to continue to work on. Again, I told y'all I'm in this with y'all, okay? We are all locked in. I keep saying this phrase, but like, it's serious because you can use locked in for everything. Like, are you about it or not? Like, I'm locked in, sis. (laughs) But I really am going to commit, especially over the next 90 days, well, for uh, the rest of Q4, Um, really utilizing my social media more to be able to push content out there and not being afraid of people looking at you a certain type of way or feeling like you're, you're coming off as pushy or demanding. You have to be able to show your worth. And the way you do that is by showing and producing receipts. And so definitely make sure that you revitalize and you use your social media profiles to spread out your content but then also using them to be able to create the right connections so that you can thrive and prosper in whatever your next stage of your career is. Last but certainly not least, it's about repurposing old content. Now, this is something I it is really new to me. And I know people are going to be like, what? You didn't know that? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not that I didn't know. It's like I was afraid to, I guess, try to do it because I thought it was just going to be like, people was going to be like, ew, like she already posted this. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And if someone says that, okay, cool. Like, don't let crusty people tell you like what you can and can't do. If you if you have paid for them photos, maybe you better use them. All right. You better use all them photos. You better use whatever you need to use. And I'm slowly but surely learning that the same person who liked a photo of mine, you know, six months to a year ago may not even remember uh, another photo that I post from that same photo shoot or rather yet if you have new followers they might not have even seen your old heat they might have not even seen the good stuff that you did before so like don't get caught up in in this in this idea of like you can't reshare content or that you can't reuse and recycle like re- reduce reuse and recycle those are the three things when we <laughs> When it comes to um, when it comes to you're creating your content, but yeah, repost that stuff, put it back out there, put it put it where it needs to go, and and reuse it in your different in your different networks. I will be spending a lot of time this weekend going back through and really showing and looking at all of the all of the content that I have done over the last like couple of years and seeing where can it find a new home. Maybe I haven't uploaded it on Pinterest. Maybe I haven't used it on Facebook. Maybe I'm not actively engaging it with it enough on on Instagram or even on Twitter. There are more than enough ways for you to reuse the stuff that you have already done. And let me also say this. This is not just for images and, and, and for the visual. This is also for content. Especially if you focus on evergreen content, go back in, add some, add some SEO juice in there, change the language up a little bit, and then rerun that bad boy. 
rerun it. We don't always have to like, look, Virgil, even though he is problematic and a lot of people have, uh, said he he takes a little bit too much from creatives he has learned the art of not reinventing the wheel if the wheel is not broken if the wheel is not broken just take whatever is on the wheel and then like add a like for him he's adding like an extra 10 percent. you really should do like an extra like a 30 percent like difference but y'all know him um but take what's already out there and then like just switch it up a little bit and then call it a day be done move on get some rest you don't always have to create something new and i think that when you learn to re-push and reuse your content then you can also get that off your plate of something that you have to do and then you buy yourself back time that you would have spent trying to create something now, don't get me wrong. I don't know what the formula is for um, recycled content versus new content. For me, I personally strive to do a certain amount of new content, but obviously there are going to be days or weeks or months that are going to be harder than others, but that doesn't mean that the content stops. What Instead, what it can mean is that when you know you have a busier week, you find an old piece of content that you can pull out the vault and spruce it up, clean her up a little bit, put a little lipstick on her and then put her back out into the world. And that can be the way that you uh, still fulfill your audience and your consumers need for content without feeling like you are burning the candle at multiple ends. So to just recap, we are going to first create content calendars. Okay, we're going to do what we got to do and we're going to use scheduling apps and stuff like that to schedule out content. We're going to also revitalize our social media profiles while also focusing on how we can uh, create meaningful and engaging relationships with our industry peers. And then we're going to repurpose old content. So you see how all three of these things kind of all work in tandem. Like you repurpose old content using your content calendar by scheduling out the apps. You schedule it out to their different social media platforms and you build relationships. See how it all works together. I am slowly learning that things should work in tandem with each other and not against each other. And the longer that you focus on how each of these things collectively work for your good, you will be able to see that there are a lot of things that if they do not work for your good, then you can kind of nix those out. So anything that I then try to incorporate into my business model that doesn't kind of fall in line with these three things, then are, then is going to require extra time and extra resources and extra energy out of me. I have made sure to allocate only a certain amount of energy to building out certain things and to doing certain processes in my business because I also need that energy for everything else in life. And it's difficult, especially when you're someone like me who wants to give 150% to everything. And I do believe you can still do that. But I also am trying to teach myself that it's better to work smarter and not harder. So that's my episode. If you guys enjoyed this, make sure that you guys uh, let me know. Uh, hit me up on social media. Share the episode if you if you felt it in your spirit or if you're actually doing any of these things or if you have any questions about it. I'm, again, going through this journey with y'all. I am trying to figure this out with y'all. I am on this trip 
and road to destiny with y'all. So I will be even sharing my personal tips and stuff like that, especially on um, Instagram and on Twitter. So make sure you're also over there with me and we're hanging out. Anywho, guys, I hope you guys are doing well. Take care of yourself. Stay blessed. Stay black. But most of all, stay a misfit.